And three, two, one. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Elijah Bailey. And today, Richard Lee Taplin Jr. cannot be here with us. You heard last week he's in Vegas trying to win some money and change up the studio to keep Red Six and Golden Corral behind the curve. Shout out to everybody at Red Six. You heard that that lovely voice that, that sounded like it had been lathered in men's juices <laughs> <laughs> last week over the phone. Uh, this week we have Mr. Mike Martin in the studio. What's up, Mike? What's up, man? Oh, look at that. That's right. The streets versus the comics, man. This is me. <laughs> we uh, Last week it was funny that you came on and you changed several people's mind with your explanation of the DC Extended Universe, including mine because, and I was talking to Jessica about that today, just with what we've seen in the movies and a lot of people not willing to, I mean, mm-hmm. people love to hate on shit and be like, I'm mm-hmm. not going to watch that movie. Then they go see the movie. I'm not going to buy the DVD. Then they buy the DVD or the Blu-ray and see the extended content and be like, yeah. mm, that made it better, but I still hate, I'm still hating on it. Marvel's got the, Marvel's got the docket on all the movie shit. So oh, for me to be able to actually see it, cause I have the, the, the Blu-ray hear it from you and then go, cause yeah. it's a long watch. Which yeah. is not bad if you have the content there to to prove your story or to lead mm-hmm. to something. So uh, you you swayed some people's minds, man. Oh shit, that's called power, man. I know, you didn't even have to get on your knees, buddy. Oh shit, there, look. me and my, <laughs> and and this is our soft intro. So we'll get to the show. You know what? I, I'm tired of wasting time, Mike. Yeah. This is what we're going to do. Richard's not here, but we are live on Spricker. So shout out to Spricker. Thank you guys for doing all you do for the Elijah Bailey show. And shout out to all the fans that listen to this show. We're going to get right into comics. As you looked at the title, it says we're talking about Suicide Squad. So the Elijah Bailey show will start right now. Folks, I just love hearing that rock music. You guys thought I was going to have some common playing in the background. Erica Badu. Hey. But no. I realize I recognize this song. This is where you have your beat-off session. The, the whack-a-mole <laughs> session. Cranks it up and just go. Bah, 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 bah. See, this is what happens. Like I said, me and Mike work together at Marcone. Appliance parts here in OKC, right across the street from uh, Frontier City. Exactly. And it was a very enjoyable time for me. We used to scare each other, move around the corner, hit the side of the wall, jump out boxes. This dude would beat the hell out of me in all these training sessions, man. Uh, it, was, it was great. Every place that I've worked at, I've at least talked to one or two people that want training in martial arts or fitness, and they come and work out. My wife is, both of our wives are here. They're scared to get on the mic, but they want to look and see what's going on in here. Shut that damn door. Come on in here and get on this microphone. The illustrious Donna Martin and Jessica Bailey in there playing video games and looking at shit on the internet. Could be in here talking, explaining yourself to all these fans. The millions and the millions of the wife. I beat my wife on a regular basis. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> See, this is what happens with Mike. Just for fun. Just for fun. He tells all his secrets. Because he beats his wife because men beat his ass up every day. <laughs> he bends over, grabs his ankles, and pop, 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 pop. <laughs> oh, God. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Can I have another pop, pop, pop? This is the way the show's going to go today. Richard's not here. I wish Richard was here. Um, funny story. Richard sends an email. Or it's not even an email. He sends it on Facebook message. He had to borrow his wife's phone. He had... Uh, let's say he got too rambunctious down in Vegas, you know, money's being tossed around, drinks, and he broke his phone. So I can't even call Richard to be on the show. 
So that's why Thanks. we're not Rich is not here with us right now. Uh oh, a wife is walking into uh, the room. Are you joining? Me? Are you? What are you coming in here for? You're interrupting the damn podcast flow, and you're making too much noise in the background. Silence, woman. You guys hear that? She almost slapped him. He got slapped. No, she didn't. But me and Mike are here. Uh, Mike, how old are you? I am 38 years old. That's a damn lie. You I don't... still look like I'm 27 because mm. I got them damn jeans in me. He's got any man's jeans running through the course of his throat to his belly, <laughs> and it keeps him youthful. But yeah, my, that's my, your secret for your face. No, 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 no. Protein. No, no, my, my protein. I <laughs> peanut butter facials. That's what we get. Peanut butter. That's it. No, no semen. None, none of that stuff. <laughs> oh, Bukaku. No. <laughs> okay, so I want to give a shout out to Paris Lay. Now, if you guys don't know Paris Lay, he's been on. Uh, one of the shows I produce, Krillnet Podcast, and then Krillnet Super several times. He's been on Krillnet like four or five times now. And he went and saw the new John Wick movie. We haven't seen it yet. John Wick 2. He said John Wick 2 uh, is all about headshots. He said there's more headshots in John Wick 2 than a Bukaki film. Damn. And that was my quote of the day. <laughs> he killed me when he said that, dude. He was on his way to the gym just doing a Facebook live stream. So he, if you don't know Paris Lay... He is the uh, producer at Robot Underdog for the the uh, DBZ Light of Hope uh, YouTube series. And uh, season two and three are getting ready to come out. There's getting ready to be a trailer. So make sure to follow Robot Underdog. Make sure to follow Paris Lay. Funny as fuck. Um, but off of that topic, Mike is here because you've been a co- an avid comic book reader and, and fan for how long now? Oh, man, I started back in 89. 1789. Uh, do, do understand, okay, I, I come from a little bitty town, Albany, Georgia. Uh, not too many people know about it. Ray Charles comes from out of there. Patty yeah. LaBelle comes out of there. Uh, <laughs> face Mob, I mean, not Face Mob, but uh, Field Mob mm-hmm. is probably the well-known right now, if they still, people still remember them, came from out of there. Yeah. So in that little bitty town, reading comics was not hip. Uh, that's, you, I hung around a bunch of street guys. So it wasn't cool to read comics, man. But uh, just as a short story, so that way you kind of understand how I got into this thing. Uh, my mom had a stroke when I was in middle school, so I had decided all of a sudden I wanted to kind of be there for her and you know stay by her side and whatnot. So a lot of the times I didn't go out with my friends or nothing like that. Especially when I started driving about sixteen, I didn't really drive. I would drive, but I didn't go places much. So um, I found comfort in comic books, like mm-hmm. the stories. So from middle school all the way through high school, I would read them, just keep it on download. Don't tell nobody because you might get jumped, you know, yeah. that kind of thing. So uh, I don't give a damn now. Like, I'll just, <laughs> like, fuck the streets. I'll read these damn books all day long. But, yeah, I'm, so, I'm into one. If you guys weren't prepared for I, I had I had tissue here because I say that's a yeah. tear-jerking story tear right jerker. there. Tear-jerker. That's right. Uh, the comics have lately, like, in, within the last maybe eight years, not even ten, they've mm-hmm. become more popular because of the movies. Yeah. And people are more accepting of, of anybody that has that, that geekdom or that fandom of comics. Before, mm-hmm. you know, even though comics express emotions, there's, there's deep, intricate stories with comics, people still think of them as for kids. Yeah. Because back when comics first came around, they were trying to relieve 
um, some of the anxiety and some of the, the sadness or the emotions that had to deal with the war at yeah. the time. That's when comics came around. Um, if you guys want to learn about comic book history, contact Jeff Provine. I think you can contact him at author Jeff Provine on Facebook. He actually teaches a class here in OKC about the history of comics from hieroglyphics, oh, that's cool. which is where everything started all the way up till now because we still use pictures to tell stories. And so... When we first started comics, they were to relieve people's pain and tension because on the on the news you had people dying, you had war, everybody mm-hmm. was scared, and now it's become more of an entertainment deal. Comic-Con's real big. You have over 100 cons in the U.S., some specifically for anime, some specifically for comics, but in that realm, I mean, comics have crossed over to video games, television, uh, movies, to everything. So now mm-hmm. comics is, you know, even if people do say, like, why do you read comics? You have, like, 10 people be like, man, fuck you. Yeah. Comics are shit because they tell stories, Good stories that I wanted to read or it's somebody that went through, like, Miles Morales taking up the mantle of Spider-Man or mm-hmm. Peter Parker. Having You have this job as a kid, but you also have other responsibilities or some or people calling you for a great need. Because I know you and John were talking about the Ultimate Universe, yeah. Ultimate Spider-Man, yeah. and how you like that, that story in Marvel. Mm-hmm. So for you to be a, open uh, about comics now, uh, what do your friends say? Uh, I didn't ask them nothing. Man, as I got older, my circle got smaller, man. Yeah. So, um, if I do talk to him, it, it's not about that. It's about like a little catch up. But other than that, we don't really talk about comics unless we talk about the movies or something like that. But, um, nobody doesn't say anything. I don't really talk to them about it. Yeah, and I, and I think there's just something that's kind of, kind of common. If you didn't talk to them before about it, they see it on Facebook. Cause it's, nah. between me and Donna, we share all kind of comic stuff everywhere. <laughs> they don't respond to it. They don't like it. They see it, but it's. Yeah, still got that same stigma to it. Like comics, yeah. Look, yeah. you're in comic books. Oh, for shut them. the hell up! You watch the movies. Don't talk to me about. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, on the note of comics, we you came to enlighten us about Suicide Squad. That was yeah. that was where we kind of left off. And you know what? We're ten minutes in. I don't want to take any time away from the Suicide Squad when we get into it. So we'll take our first commercial break, and we'll come right back. Hey everybody, this is Elijah Bailey here, producer of the Krillnet Podcast. And this weekend, Saturday, February 18, 2017, at 11 a.m., Danny Fernandez and Ify Wadaway are bringing you Krillnet Live to the Long Beach Comic Expo. That's right, go to everbright.com right now to purchase your tickets and show up Saturday at 11 a.m. at the Long Beach Convention Center, 300 East Ocean Boulevard, Long Beach, California, at 90802. This is a chance for you to see the show that you love listening to on iTunes or watching on Hyper RPG Thumper live. You get to hear the debates. You get to hear the discussions. You get to ask questions from the audience pertaining to Dragon Ball Z and Dragon Ball Super. So why would you not show up? Joining Danny and Ifty on the panel, you might know him as Kiba from Naruto, Ryu from Street Fighter, or Gohan from Dragon Ball. It's Kali Bear. Also, we have the pop culture Amazon, Tamara Brooks, bringing some style and flair to the panel. We also have the visual art artist Naeem Stewart and the illustrious cosplayer extraordinaire Molly McIsaac joining us. So don't miss out. Don't miss your chance. Follow us on Twitter at KrillinitPod and make sure to follow on Facebook for more information at KrillinitPodcast. A Night with Ralph Ellison. Come join us at the Oklahoma History Center, February 25th, 2017, at 6 p.m. for a night of music, literature, and dance. Get your tickets at ralphellisonfoundation.org. Become a sponsor and support the great work of the Ralph Ellison Foundation. 
and we are back with Mike Martin. You guys should have seen it. He was cupping the balls, fondling the mic over here, showing his <laughs> wife what a good boy he is. Wow. That's what it looked wow. like you were doing. What were you I doing? I hope she knocked you the hell out. She won't. I'm I hope nicer she than you. At you for sitting there disgracing her man. No, no. Well, I mean, calm you, down. Don't don't jump on him. No, I love you too. She's man. over here like, yeah, he's a goddamn disgrace. <laughs> I'm tired of this mother. But uh, oh, Donna, did you watch the Cleveland video? The uh, Resident Evil Seven. Cle- <laughs> All right. So what? Before Mike came on the show last week, before we get into Suicide Squad, I posted on Facebook um, a guy impersonating Cleveland Brown from the Cleveland show and from family guy playing through resident evil seven. And there's another one where he goes in there. He's like, he's your daddy. Ain't no bitch talking to junior. It's that's another a, one. Yeah. There's more of them. There's one where the one with him, Peter and, um, oh, Joe, man. that one's kind of annoying, but yeah. the other Cleveland where he says, daddy, what you doing? That that one's hilarious. <laughs> he's like, I'm gonna come back. I'm gonna show junior. I ain't no bitch. Your what? daddy ain't no bitch. It's, I, I like that guy. Had that one, we sat there and watched it. It was funny. I'll, I'll, I'll post it today so you guys can see it. Cause this oh, is okay. A, a, I'll post some good shit from YouTube. If you guys want to see people doing impressions on YouTube and playing video games. So hold on. So you mean tell me this is not the real people? This is just an impression. No, this is another guy. Yeah, what? this is just an impressionist. He does a, a whole bunch of different impressions. I'm uh, thinking it's like. It sounds like, yeah. Done. Yeah, it sounds real, real good. But I was laughing my ass off. We were sitting, I had to pause it to go let my dogs go pee and come back in and start watching it again. Because we had already seen, me and Jessica already watched the video multiple times from a YouTuber Markiplier or somebody else was playing. Because yeah. I was like, this looks like a pretty good game. And then he just put that Cleveland spin on it. Like, oh, run, run, get out of here. <laughs> oh, that's some white people like- shit. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So uh, you came to talk about Suicide Squad. So before yeah. we get into the movie, give us a brief history of the Suicide Squad. Okay. So do understand I just started last year yeah, 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 with yeah. DC Comics. Okay. So i from my understanding, because you got people out there that's going to be like, he doesn't know what he's talking about. Yeah, uh, that's when we say fuck him. First of all, Suicide Squad, from what I understand, was uh, started because he had a, it, it was not a bad guy thing. It was like a group of soldiers. That was the Suicide Squad. That was like an early, I don't know what's, but basically they were soldiers. And as the years progressed, they started to change and you went into Amanda Waller and her recruiting people, yeah. you know, bad guys. Because it used to be Task Force X. Yeah, before. Task Force X. Yeah. So they still Task Force X. Yeah. Task, Task, Task Force, Force X. But they're considered Suicide Squad. And you always have different people. Every time they bring them back, it's different people. Yeah. It's different people. But the main focus, or so it seems like the ones that keep bringing back is Harley Quinn and Deadshot. Deadshot, yeah. They always seem to be in the midst of it. Apparently, there's some little chemistry between the two. Yeah. Um. So when they did the movie, I didn't get upset because they, I couldn't tell you who was really supposed to be in it. He had, what, King Shark? He was in it one yeah, time. Yeah. And, uh, there was a dude, I keep calling him Black Spider-Man. Slipknot. Well, Slipknot, yeah, he yeah. was part of it. And well, was, Slipknot died in the original, though, too. He thought they was fucking around. They blew his head straight yep, off. blew it off. That's, that's Hold on, so is that the spider-looking dude? The, uh, there was one that was like he was in a black suit, and he had this, like, I don't know what the heck called him, Black Widow or something. I don't know what they called him. Oh, it. I know who you're talking about. No, that's two different people. Slipknot, and, you know, I always thought it was fucked up because Slipknot either was Indian or Mexican. No, oh, damn. But it did change it up from the black guy dying first. So. Damn, as usual. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Was there any black guys on the team? Bronze Tiger was never on the. No, he was on the Suicide Squad at one point, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. Yeah, so yeah. they had some black people in there. I was about to say, damn, now, we can't even be on the Suicide Squad. I did get mad when they put Will Smith as dead shot. Like, dead shot has always been a white man. Yeah, you keep my white man on this. Well, the last the last video, um, you've been watching the DC animated films, correct? Yeah, the one where um, uh, uh, Escape from Arkham. 
that one he looked yeah. kind of Hispanic. Yeah. So they just made that transition to Will Smith. Okay. Will Smith light enough. He can go for black. Yeah, I mean, Hispanic. I got mad when Nick Fury changed to a black dude. But then all of a sudden I was like, okay, I think I like this. But yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I was kind of pissed off on that one a little it's bit. It's Sam Jackson though. Keep man. my white man white. But, <laughs> <laughs> damn it. But yeah, but, uh, I, I ended up liking that. I was like, okay, hey, Sam, Sam yeah. did it. Okay, I got you. Plus he was black in the, uh, in the ultimate universe. Well, what about what about um, uh, Kingpin for the first Daredevil movie? Uh, that right? No, fuck that. They, no, no, no. <laughs> I'm glad. Up. I'm glad they redid it the way they did. It, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. The Suicide Squad. You, you didn't know who the original characters were, but yeah, they were always mm-hmm. a task force to do the shit that you couldn't have the heroes do, or yeah, they couldn't be out in the light. That mm-hmm. was, they were the the underground squad. So knowing that, I think that this version of Suicide Squad was a one shot in New Fifty Two. I do believe where yep. that where every member on the Suicide Squad was actually in that one that one comic, and that was it. Mm-hmm. And like you said, it changes every time. How did you feel about like you said you were upset when they cast Will Smith? How do you think he did overall as Deadshot? Oh, see, I think he did good. He did. I think he did good. Yeah. So. Yeah. The breakdown of the the synopsis of the movie. This is basically an enchantress origin story because mm. it really doesn't go too deep in the other characters' mythos. Yeah. It just kind of introduces them, and they're trying to. You learn that enchantress has a brother and where she came from, mm-hmm. and you know for some reason she's oh I'm, she's pissed off at Amanda Waller, but I, I guess the humans aren't. Um, what is it praising them as gods anymore? So she's going to yeah. teach the humans their place and take control mm-hmm. of everything. But I think I feel like it ended kind of short. But going into Suicide Squad, you knew that they cut like 60, 60 yeah, they scenes. They cut out a lot of yeah. information out of there. But it's the yeah. same thing with Batman v Superman. Yep, so same thing. So overall, before you went into the movie, what were you expecting? Because you I didn't knew. know what to expect. You didn't, didn't know? Okay. No, I didn't know. Um, like I said, I think when the movie came out, I wasn't reading any of DC. Okay, there was only one thing I was reading. Uh, Dark Side, Dark Side War. Okay. Yeah. So I didn't read any DC. It was just Dark Side War. It was so damn good that I was like, okay, what happens after this? Yeah. So when I started reading it, they went into the whole rebirth and everything, and I was like, what the fuck? Okay, now this shit is good. I'm looking at Marvel, and I'm like, hmm, Civil War two. Can't find nothing better? Fuck it. Uh, so I just started <laughs> reading that, and I was like, man, this is good. So I might have missed some good Marvel stuff. I probably have in the past eight, nine months, but... Uh, as of right now, I haven't went back to Marvel yet, which I will. Yeah. I'm not a traitor, but I will go back. <laughs> it's yeah. it's okay. Like okay, I think of it this way: it's good to live in both worlds. If Rosario Dawson can as the night nurse yeah. for the Netflix series, and she's also uh, Wonder Woman in DC's animated films, Damn, you could you dude. could live in both worlds. Yeah. I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, man. I keep up with shit. Oh, I, you know, um, we just watched Justice League Dark, and Matt Ryan, that actually played on that Constantine show, was the actual voice of John Constantine. I did not watch that. Is it good? Oh, it's real good. Yeah. It is real good. I didn't good. know it was they, out yet. Swamp Thing. Yeah. Uh, Zatanna. We just talking about him. Yeah. Zatanna, Batman, Dead Man. Um, and then you have Wonder Woman. You have a young John Stewart in the Justice League. Yeah. Shazam, Superman. But it really focuses on the dark Justice League. And then they have uh, mm. Extrigan, the 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 guy that changes Jason Blood. And he says his his quote. He was uh, back in the time when Merlin was. I guess Merlin's always been old, but when he in King Arthur's time. Yeah. And he got stabbed in the chest by Destiny. And Are so you familiar with him? Extrigan. Okay. 
don't know. He, he's Donna, a, he's a Donna knows about the the whole Vandal Savage thing, and she just yeah. no, it's not Vandal Savage. It's Vandal Savage. Yeah, Vandal Savage is a immortal. Yeah, Damien Dark. Yeah, she's all into that stuff. So she likes the strong, powerful men that live it's old as hell. <laughs> That's right. With worms. <laughs> <laughs> is that why you got your hair like that? Yeah, she's trying to get you that Vandal Savage look. It's <laughs> <laughs> like no, no, Mike. You're gonna have to dread it up to uh, look like Vandal. But, um, yeah, Justice League Dark is really good. you got to check yeah. that out as well. Okay. It just came out on DVD, Blu-ray. I mean, fairly priced at Walmart, Target, anywhere that you buy your your movies. I um, big them. God damn it. <laughs> support the fucking comic book <laughs> All right, industry. fine. I support it, damn it. There we go. So, All right. <laughs> so with Suicide Squad, as we make our way through this, we're, we're meeting at the very beginning. Amanda Waller, you know, is talking to... She's at dinner eating a mm. fucking steak, you know. Yeah. She's, she's the big motherfucker in charge, telling them they need this Task Force X team because he's like, uh, within a year we had a guy that could fly up in the sky, and then a year later he died, and yeah. all this other stuff tied it into the I love the way they tie the movies in. That's the yeah. good part. Because they, they kind of start, like, from Man of Steel 1 to Batman v Superman, it started at that last battle scene. Mm-hmm. And with Suicide Squad, it started right after they had just buried Superman. I guess what I can't understand is how people dog out all DC films. Like, every time they drop it, they dog it out. Because people want the happy and light. Like, this is what I say. Marvel demonstrates a different caliber of psychology, Mm. but they do it in the light. Like, anytime Tony Stark is having a problem or they were fighting as a team, Mm. very, very bright setting. You know, you could see the light from the inside, but Batman v Superman, um, Man of Steel... Dark, cloudy, yeah. and everybody's like, is every, "Fuck!" Is everybody in Gotham? I, Gotham. I mean, I don't it, give a damn. I it, like it because it's so damn. It sets dark. the tone. It gets you into that tone. Yeah. So don't, don't kid it up for me. I want that shit to get raw. Like, make Superman an alcoholic. He got some kind of <laughs> alcoholic <laughs> kryptonite <laughs> drink, <laughs> like he was in <laughs> Superman. Well, they did that in um, Supergirl. The CW, she she finally gets drunk, and so does Monel. Oh, yeah, yeah. The other yeah. Superman, they See, get drunk. Yeah, make them an alcoholic all of a sudden. Dude, you hey, you gave them a kid, make them an alcoholic. Yeah. I'll do that. i work with that one. But uh, back to Suicide Squad, <laughs> we start off, Amanda Waller's talking to him about this deal, mm-hmm. and basically that's where she's introducing everybody. She's like, we got the worst of worst, real pieces of shit, but we're going to use them for a good cause. Mm-hmm. Just eating their fucking steak, telling them, tell them he doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. This is going to happen regardless. And so when they start introducing everybody, how do you feel about because my favorite scene was uh deadshot and harley quinn again this is where the movie's based around yeah. uh, getting taken in by batman just getting into dc mm-hmm. and hearing that information was enough it may not go exactly by the book but it gives me something to, to, to go off of yeah so learning all these new characters and i'm sitting at me watching the film i'm stuck like i'm watching like tell me more like yeah. give me more so once i leave there and go to the books which is going to be the, that was the problem for me dead shot i see him he's like fly as hell got to look hat cocked to the side mm-hmm. he's hanging out with his daughter yeah kind of pimpish you know yeah so then i go back home and i pull the book <laughs> up and i'm reading this guy i'm like dude well okay he's not black and i'm trying to hear his voice in my head i'm hearing the black dude's voice on this white dude's face and i'm like come on come on get i can't get it together yeah but once i did it was it was cool you know i have i have two different i see it as two different universes that's yeah. how i see it i tell myself every time TV is a universe, book is a universe, and, comics, and, uh, and yeah, the, the, the film is another universe. Mm-hmm. So that's why I said last week, if they were to cross all of those together here and there every now and then, that'll be like something new. Nobody's ever seen it before. It lets them know that they know they exist. It's different universes. Yeah. I mean, you know, so that, that, that would be cool to me. 
Yeah, because if you don't, people are like, well, they just screwed up the con- – how are you going to have Frank Miller's Batman in here with this Superman? The different universe. And he didn't even look that old. He's in his 40s. Yep. Batman should be younger younger than Superman and smarter than Superman and this. And I was like, it's, it's two different deals because I love mm-hmm. seeing Frank Miller's Batman on the screen. Yeah. And when like he was – but my deal was he was hiding up in the corner. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you just walked in this room, dude. You didn't see that big-ass man with a cape. Hiding in the corner, barely hey, above your head. Batman, dude. He could do that. But he, <laughs> when he got out of there, climbing up on the walls and up the ceiling. Yeah, that was cool. Dude. That and them cool. Asian girls were scared. They said the <laughs> devil was in there. The devil. I said, damn, they're going to call a black man the devil. That's some, man, I liked it. Stereotypical like bullshit. Like but, as, soon as, they, as soon as they drop another DC movie, I'm there. I don't give a yeah. damn. Especially the Flash. I'm waiting on that to come out. That's like it's going to be good. So did so. you? Yeah, that's going to be real good. Did you think the story uh, was too short or too long with the Suicide Squad? Suicide Squad. Uh no, I think it was just right. Just right. I'm like I said earlier before we even got on this microphone, I could not stand the fact that they did the slow motion at the end. And it, yeah, that, I'm like, dude, it was like five minutes of slow motion. Just shoot yeah. the damn gun and move. Yeah, because then they have to they had to throw it, throw the gun to Harley. Yeah, and she had to slow catwalk up on her. Oh god, that was just too much yeah. slow motion, right? What there. did you think about uh, Flag? Flag. Yeah, um, I didn't think. I didn't know who the hell he was, dude. He was didn't such... find out he's like a real important person. His dad was too. Well, in the comics, like yeah. in the movie, he looked like a little bitch. He was uh, whipped by this fucking enchantress yep. and couldn't do nothing. And had the had his. How are you going to instill power to a group if everybody's calling you a bitch? Like Amanda yeah. Waller, she went through that room, boom, boom, and just killed everybody. She's like, they didn't have clearance. I was like, that's why she's the boss. That's why. Now they kept her solid. Yeah, they and they didn't show too yeah. much of her because she's going to come into play with Cadmus mm-hmm. and everything else down the road. She doesn't really play, fuck dude. up that the like, superheroes. That's, that's like. She's like Oprah Winfrey with <laughs> violent tendencies. <laughs> well, Oprah's got them violent tendencies. She's taking out on Stedman at home. <laughs> man. We don't get to I see it. This lady right here is no joke, man. Like, she can sit down with a superhero, talk to him, and they know that she's mixed in with terrible stuff, but... And they can't do shit. They can't do shit. Because yeah. she gave information to fucking Batman. Yeah. And, and, she, and yeah, I, she'll pull his strings, too. And that's the only thing that... I, they had a mutual respect where she thinks she would have Batman... But Batman would always be like barely one step ahead of her. Mm-hmm. And that's why I like, but this time she got the drop on him. But it's weird because we're seeing a very grizzled Batman, somebody that's seasoned, mm-hmm. and yet he's still getting caught up by Amanda Waller. It yeah. should be at the point where he can do whatever the fuck he wants. But I mean, it's She's been it's, around for a long time. Though. It's creating that universe to where not only do you have supervillains, and that's what I like about DC, you have supervillains that are interacting with everything, like Lex Luthor, mm-hmm. um, any you know, any of the superpowered villains, Cheetah, Bizarro. But then you also have humans that are against them as well. So on one front, they are normally attacked by villains. On the yeah. other front, they have the U.S. and the government that want to attack them. So where is their place in this world? Whereas Marvel, there's a little bit you have people here and there that disagree with like Peter Parker's J Jonah Jameson, mm-hmm. but uh, the, everybody else loves him. Yeah. So, and then he's got his villain. So you have one person plus your, your rogues gallery and that's it. And then you have a big support group with other team members. Like it seems like Marvel continuity has a lot more team ups than yeah. DC, but yeah. DC has strong ties with having the government against them and the superheroes where they figure stuff out themselves. And when they have crossovers, they're not as significant because you know that they need help now. It's something that has to come. Mm-hmm. But getting into, you know, we see all of them in jail in, in uh, what they call it, a place where they threw away the key. Oh, um, uh, what'd you say? Dang it. What did they call it? I don't know. She's hey, like, Donna, what is it? Oh, no. she They locked them in a cage and threw away the cage or something like that. Like they didn't care about the key. But they threw that shit away where they couldn't be found. Uh-huh. 
What was your interpretation of Jared Leto's Joker? Okay, that, I'm glad you said that because that was my next thing I want to bring up. You thought he was sexy, didn't you? Uh, see, see, folks, he's drooling right now. That's the way Elijah looks at himself in the mirror. He sees himself dressed up in makeup and beat. I, I turn uh, <laughs> the Michael Jackson beat it. But, I turn uh, the lights <laughs> off and I look like genuine. <laughs> me singing to myself. Uh, he still like Magic Mike. Whatever. Um, anyway, as far as the Joker goes, man. He's never, if you look at the history of the Joker, he's never stayed the same. He's always yeah. changed in some form or fashion, whether you like it or not. So for him to come into this film, we got to know that he's not the Joker from the, like, he's been around for years. Just like Batman has been around for years. So that means he's been through changes. This is just one of them where he's kind of fitting into the, you know, the 21st century type thing. So he's wearing the gold teeth and he has the tattoos and he's wearing all this little different. He kind of just fits in for this time frame, but he can change again at any time. I mean, you bring, he did it. Matter of fact, in the movie, he fits in for the time frame. Yeah, he fits in for it. So yeah, I don't have any problem with him. Okay, I was just trying because there was a lot of people, and one everybody thought that Jared Leto or the Joker was supposed to be the main villain. Yeah, but nobody ever said that he's making a, like any. They even set this up with. Um, Assault on Ar- uh, Arkham or yeah. attack on Arkham, whatever it was. Hold on, so they thought that he was going to be the main. Character. Yeah, Hell but no. But the they Suicide Squad. Even in the comics, mm-hmm. he had a he had a standoff with Harley. And I think he shot Harley in one of them, or he yeah. did something. They got into a fight, and then you see this assault on Arkham. She shoots at him because they had broken up for the time being, and that's why she kind of that's why she got with Deadshot, mm-hmm. and then she went back with the Joker towards the end for each other. They're crazy as hell. Yeah, but nobody ever said he's the big. Vi- he's Batman's big villain. Yeah, or if he's a part of a if there's a big deal like the Legion of Doom does some shit, mm-hmm. he's going to be there to disrupt everything and cause chaos. That's all from he wants side. to do. That's yeah. all he, he don't give a damn about nobody but himself, really. Harley is about the only thing close to what he cares about. So, like I said, that this Joker in this movie is for now. Yeah, and he can't. You remember he came back uh, later on in the film. He was wearing. There was this outfit he had on with his hair slicked back. There was a comic. I don't know how many years ago where I saw a picture of him like that. So he he does change. He just keeps flipping and changing. So actually, I think I know what you're talking about. I got. I might have the picture on my phone where he had the white suit and the yeah, and she and, Har- and Harley. There was it was another one. He was just like that where Harley was hugging up on him, and she had the. They, hey, didn't they do that in the movie? Like give a on the uh, the extended version. It shows a little quick glimpse of those two, and she had on the old school outfit, but it was real quick. That's not the one, though. No, that's not the one. This is the one from uh, The Dark Knight Returns. Hey, my wife is afraid of him. Why? Oh, yeah, she's scared. She said he's creepy. Yeah, he's supposed to be. <laughs> He is supposed to. That's his whole deal. He's supposed to prey on people's fears yeah. and insecure. Like, uh, and we keep getting off topic. But I mean, the Joker has done so many heinous things that mm-hmm. it makes even the worst villain like, damn, dude, I can't fuck with Joker. I can't. I just I can't need him be to around. Dress that. up like Ronald McDonald, and go up in the McDonald's <laughs> and just fuck it up. That'd be good dude. as hell. It, it would it would fit the Joker. I want him to do all kind of go to kids' birthday parties. Yeah. He looked like um, the clown off a of spawn going yeah, in there fucking with there, kids. Man, the but then, but then I think that'd be too much for people to handle him killing kids in there because he wouldn't He's care. He's at McDonald's <laughs> <laughs> fucking up kids. Like, well, you want your Happy Meal? <laughs> but um, like, yeah, people just did not like Jared Leto because they thought he was supposed to be the the star of the film. Yeah, and then I think he heard that too, and that's why people. Well, I think people got it mixed up. I love Jared Leto. Oh man, the Joker's cool. Jared Leto's gonna play. Joker now I love the Joker. Didn't he quit the the role? He's coming back. 
He he's okay. yeah, he was upset that he wasn't in the film that much. Then, uh, and I think that was a ploy because they try to distract everybody from doing yeah. the extended version and now he's coming back in the Batman. And they keep which, trying to compare it to him. They keep doing the whole Yeah, you can't Are I, you Jack Nicholson or are those, you better than uh what's his name? I can't remember his name. Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger. And those were different times, though. From the very first uh, Joker in Batman 66, I loved that Joker at the time. That was a different Joker. Then yeah. you have Jack Nicholson, who was scary as hell, painting mm-hmm. and shit, and trying to, uh, was it Vicky Vale on the Listening day? Listening to Prince at that. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Prince's yeah. Batman music, dude. Prince. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad that Prince was a Batman fan, but I don't know about that song. Dude. You could just play Purple Rain for the Joker. That would fit. <laughs> it fits. Yeah, it fits. Wear the purple outfit. But Heath, yeah. Heath Ledger's Joker was... They were trying to do based in society, based in the time now. He didn't care about money. He just cared about chaos. chaos. And he yeah. did it. It's just perfect. And now you have Jared Leto's interpretation, which is like a mob. I mean, every time you see him, he's, like you said, he's wearing a different suit. He's yeah. a different version of the Joker. He needs to be the businessman Joker. He needs to be the Joker that can get into anywhere. He's a gangster. He's, uh, you know, breaking out of Arkham and convincing mm-hmm. this girl that she he's needs to pool. be with him. more. Yeah. And so it was. it's just a different interpretation. But you cannot compare them. That's like saying... You know, comparing Christopher Nolan's Batman to Ben Affleck's Batman. Yeah. Two different Batmans, two different times. One mm-hmm. was the origin story, which I don't agree with the eight-year gap. He stopped being Batman because his girlfriend died. I said, you know how many people bat- died with Batman? Yeah. He he continues to fight. on. He don't give a shit. Yep. It's like, oh, man, she died. All right, Alfred, I'll be back at 2 a.m. tonight for my lunch. <laughs> Make sure to have my drawers washed so I can go back on patrol again. Well, but, I will say this about Joker, though, man. Uh this may make it a little better once they finally break it out in the books. Um, remember in the right at the very end of Dark Side War, when the Flash came popping out to talk to him or whatever, yeah. he ended up uh, looking at the wall. Some shot past him. He looks at the wall and he sees the little pin, the little smiley face. Mm-hmm. Later on, he's on the computer and Alfred comes in. And he asks him something about say something about the Joker, and he tells him, "Yeah, I know." But basically, there was some other stuff going out where he said there's three different Jokers. So he brings yeah. it up that there's three different Jokers. He found that out in that chair when he was yeah. sitting in it. So with that being said, you can make the Joker whatever you want right yeah. now. You can do whatever. You can just play with it. You can flip him around, make him one thing one minute, something the next. It just works. That's a concept. Like, uh, you guys are caught up on Gotham, right? You're caught up on? Heck no. Boy, Jerome. I'm waiting on Donna. J- Jerome has done... So many interpretations. Like he had a little bit of Heath Joker mm-hmm. or Heath Ledger's Joker, a hey, little bit good. of Jerry. That boy's good. Yeah, yeah he yeah. and he has his. They did the um, death of the family where his face is cut off and he had to put it back on. He did. Oh yeah, and what? they have an interaction where young Bruce, damn it, Donald. is fighting with Jerome, uh, Jerome before he's Joker. Oh, so, oh yeah, she don't want you to tell. Nah, I'm, not gonna, I'm, not, I'm not going to tell it all. I'm just saying. <laughs> and, and there's a scene where they're fighting. And it sets up this whole deal, but the concept of Joker was. Anybody can be Joker. This is our time to laugh. And then somebody else does something, and mm. you keep on getting it. Like, who's going to be the real Joker now? Is Jerome going to be Joker or not? I, hey, There's I, a lot I of hope stuff. He does. That, I love him. But I, say, he, I love him. Right now, he is the embodiment of that Joker spirit. And that would put him and Bruce mm-hmm. at the same age if they grew up together. Yep. But he's already, you know, people already know who he is. Like, So when they talk about the Joker, it's never going to be a. a, a, a a mystery who he is anymore. Yeah. But there was two instances in DC history where somebody's getting ready to, one of the henchmen was getting ready to call Joker by his name and he slapped the shit out of him. Yeah. He's like, hey, sh- boom, and just fucked him up. Slap. And then the other one where Go- uh, Goku, where, <laughs> where Batman, the other one where Batman asked uh, three questions, one of his questions, who is the Joker? And, they, and it, it gets whispered into his ear and he's like, I, I can't believe that that cannot be Joker. Yeah. 
And have you heard the Batman theory? No. Where Batman has to travel back in time. There's some, some stuff is going on. And it's been a while since I talked about this. But he has to go back in time. Mm. And he has to do something. And when he gets back in time, he's wearing a trench coat. And he has a gun pointed. And he recognizes the alleyways where his parents died. Yeah. And then he sees himself and his parents walking. And at that point, he realized he has to kill his parents because without a tragic death and his parents dying, there is no Batman. Wow. So he kills his parents. After that, he goes to the riverbed, starts laughing hysterically. He starts getting pale and sick. And his hair changes color. And he turns the into the out. Joker. And so Bruce Wayne is his own worst enemy. That's Where did why you they get go. this from? Uh, it's been on. There's been like a lot of fan pages and stuff. Like that. I'll try to find hey, it. Hey, that's deep. Yeah. That's deep. And, uh, you know, you're talking to John Stone earlier. He's yeah. like, man, I'd hate that. I was like, dude, that is good writing because the only person that is able to take on Bruce Wayne, mm-hmm. again, proves that it is Bruce Wayne, but he loses his mind, loses his personality, and he just starts laughing hysterically because it's, that's the greatest joke. Batman is the Joker, and the Joker is Batman. Like, like the killing joke. Mm-hmm. Oh. So, oh, now you want to get in. So, yeah. It's, oh, it's, look at here. I can, I can <laughs> you over here. Uh, well, let's do this. Let's take another commercial break before we get out of here. Well, we're going to talk just a little bit briefly about Suicide Squad. i got a couple mm-hmm. more questions, yeah. and then we're going to exit the show. So uh, let's take a quick pause for the cause, and I'll be right back. Are you looking for a place where you and your family can actually learn martial arts to defend yourself? Then come on down to 2201, that's 2201 West Edmond Road, Edmond, Oklahoma, for Bailey Martial Arts Institute. This is a place that's not going to BS you. Just take your money and waste your time. If you want to learn martial arts so your family can defend themselves and create a stronger bond and build confidence, self-assurance, honesty, integrity, perseverance, and self-control into your child, come on down to Bailey Martial Arts Institute, again located at 2201 West Edmond Road, Edmond, Oklahoma, 73003. You can find everything that you need to know about us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Just look up Bailey Martial Arts Institute. On Twitter, go to BMAI underscore Edmond. Sexy ass voice right there. You guys know who that <laughs> is. It's Elijah motherfucking Bailey, bitch. So Sounds we're back. Like got a butt plug in. Yeah, whatever. Come down to <laughs> my school and learn the technique of butt plugging. No, I can't do that. <laughs> uh, there's nothing. And, uh, anyway, we're back with Mike Martin. I got to just skip over that bullshit. Suicide Squad. Yeah, Suicide Squad. And yeah. we have one of the wives. On um, on the line. Hello, Jessica. Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, scoot, scoot up close to the mic, please. Is that better? Yeah. So make sure to speak directly into the mic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Donna, are you gonna climb on the mic? You know, you had some stuff to say about that Batman theory. She doesn't like her voice. That's what she says. Okay, so here's hey, the Dre doesn't like his voice either. He's great. He's rich as hell. Yeah. Like here's a here's a tip for anybody that wants to podcast. Ninety nine percent of podcasters do not like the sound of their voice. I was the same way at the beginning. I love it. And then me. you get used to it. Damn it. Mike Mike likes the sound of other men's voice. Oh yeah, Mike. Good job, Mike. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. You wanna raise? Mm, there you go. <laughs> Thank you, sir. <laughs> Thank you, back to the suicide squad. But yeah, like if you want to do podcasting, don't worry about the voice. Yeah, you know other people. I've like, never I mean, done it. and the reason that you don't like your voice is because when it comes out of your ears and you're saying projecting it into the world, mm-hmm. 
It sounds completely different, but when you have headphones in your, it's going back in through some of the tubes in your ears, and it distorts it just a little bit. So you have two different sounds. Like my voice, I hated being on film on on camera because I hear it back and it sounds just I don't know what the fuck my voice sounds like. So I was mm-hmm. like, nope, no more camera, none of that stuff. But as you learn about the 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 ear canal and all and the, the reverberations of your voice, you figure out that okay, that doesn't sound like that. And uh, I know all the ladies out here. Well, um, to, all my, to all my Caucasian friends out there, um, I do like to try to code switch, but I'm so damn country ghetto that I can't code <laughs> switch that well. And I know people kind of look at me like, oh, my God. But, hey, yeah, I can't I can't switch it like my other half does, my wife. I love you. Oh, you're good at it. Hey, man, I make her talk to bill collectors for me. Yeah. I, yeah, I get away real good. They say, hey, baby, talk to him. Talk to him. How, give us a, sa- a sample, Donna. Please, come on, Donna. Please, just Donna, do it one time. Donna, do it, please. So, you said code switch? Yeah, code switching. What is this? A code switching is when, hey, I know still, this is Suicide Squad, but I guess, but still. Uh, code switching is when you try to sound a certain way to make other people feel comfortable. Yeah. I mean, and it all, yeah. and, and we're all black in the room. We're black nerds. So, yeah. But it happens, though, because you go to work and we'll be, we'll, or you talk to your friends about, yeah, blah, blah, blah. And then somebody, uh, so yeah, so, uh, and you just get sometimes real proper or you, the, the entertainment. Say it again. Proper you got to get closer to the mic. Oh, yeah. Closer. Yeah. You're closer, to Donna. Here you go. It's the penis. <laughs> Say proper English. It's called speaking proper English. Boo. Now, this is for me. I chop my words, damn it. Proper English is I love. I get I because that's that's See? See? That's, See? that's proper English because yeah. they brought it over and then we fucked it up. Okay, it's called speaking proper American. Proper American. Wouldn't Boo. that be Indian? American yeah, Indian. Go. Get her. See? Get her. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, we're not a political podcast, folks. But I'm just right. going to that place. Damn it! But yeah, I mean, sometimes you have to. Some, I mean, if you got, I mean, you guys listen to the show, so you hear me and Richard going back and forth. And when we got in that heated debate last week about is Goku a good dad? I oh, mean, yeah. <laughs> they heard. I was like, "What are you talking? Like, what the fuck are you talking about, Richard? What has Vegeta been a good dad?" And and the the intonation, the pitch, it changes for a specific. I don't know. Vegeta's yeah. more like Joe Jackson, man. I mean, hey. you can't say Joe Jackson's not a good father. He beat his kids out of prison. <laughs> he beat them out of prison. They are seriously great because of him. It is weird, but great. Hey, just saying. Rich-ass family. I, I, we, we don't want to go in this discussion. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. All right, all right, Every, all right, everybody, right. everybody voted on Patreon for that shit. But Suicide Squad. So before we get out of here, Jessica, Donna, you guys have been listening. You've been silent as mice in the studio. So how Scary you, ass. How did you feel about Suicide Squad? Um, I can kind of see what you guys were saying about, like, because I, I thought, too, that it was going to be more about the Joker. And a lot of stuff was cut out, right? So... A lot no, of that stuff was my was... only thing that I had to say, but I thought it was going to be a different movie, too. I thought it was going to have a lot more of the Joker. Oh, hell no. Yeah. What about you, Donna? I'm just confused, I guess. Um, I actually enjoyed it. I thought it was going to be a disappointment. You did? Mm-hmm. Why? Did you not like Batman v Superman or Man of Steel? Or um, or you just thought that the roster, the, going into a supervillain movie, was, just wasn't a good idea? I didn't think they could do it. Mm. Um, I didn't think it was going to be gritty enough. Ooh. So, She's hitting you right in the fucking feels, folks. <laughs> yep. But um, like Jessica said, I was disappointed there wasn't enough of the Joker in it. But um, I like seeing the new cast of characters and, uh, you know, seeing everybody do their part or whatnot. Yeah. But it was good. It was it was too short. It was, 
But See, and did you, you guys saw the extended version, right? Yeah, yeah. I saw so the that, that, that. Was that the perfect length for you? Yep. Yeah. Yep. I, I, but but I, I enjoyed the joke. I'm sorry. Go ahead, babe. No, no, no. I'm just saying. For everybody that thought he was ass, I enjoyed him. All right. Yeah. So <laughs> before DC makes me out a lie, I want to say this. <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, this is all the build up to something greater than what we're watching. So if they would have just focused on the Joker, I would have been pissed because I need to know the squad, not the Joker. So I need to know the squad. Teach me about the squad. How the hell did you get a bunch of villains together? And how the hell did you make them work? Not only that. Yeah. The Joker has to play a role because he's always that dude. Every time I see something about Suicide Squad, he's not there at first, but then he pops up because Harley's yeah. there. Yeah, he got to be with Yeah, them. so he pops up out the blue and he causes all kind of problems and issues. And I'm like, yeah. I said one thing. Oh, go ahead. Real quick. Uh-huh. Suicide Squad was better than Batman uh, versus Superman. It was better than I thought it was going to be for sure. Yeah. It, okay. It was. Even with the extended version of Batman v the, Superman? There I, was so much information in Batman versus Superman. And, and everybody can hate, but I think Lex made Batman versus Superman. Yes. Yes. See, with the extended version, I can see that. But just him being in there, mm-hmm. it was like he's just out of place. That, okay. I thought that too. First yeah. of all, I want to say this to anybody who knows anything about Superman and Lex Luthor. Lex Luthor, the original version of Lex Luthor, the reason he lost his, he was angry with Superman because he blamed Superman for him losing his hair. Yeah. You're going to hate a man for the rest of your <laughs> yes. damn life. Yes. Because, bitch, you made me bald and I hate you for life. Die. You and your kids. Yes. I love it. And so. Marvelous. They changed the story. <laughs> they changed it. They gave it a newer edge. They have to. That's why they did New 52 for a new yeah. generation. Now you got another generation. Mm-hmm. Rechange the story, and the cool part about this fifty-two uni- multi multi-universe thing, you can always go back to another universe that says in this universe he hated Superman because he lost his hair, and yeah. this universe he lost his hair for some other reason. In this mm, universe, he, he lost it for kryptonite radiation. Yeah, yeah whatever, whatever it is, they can always change it. So if you don't like this universe, go to another uh, one. Maybe they'll give you another one later. Yeah, yeah. I, but I, the, again, the age deal. Lex Luthor is younger than Superman and Batman. I, and I can yeah. see him being younger than Superman because Superman uh, magically gets to the age of 33 and doesn't age anymore. He's Jesus. Like a Saiyan. Yeah, I know. But <laughs> Batman being older than him, there's no way he should have fucking figured out Bruce Wayne was Batman. Yeah. By him. So there's no fucking way. Like sending letters to his office. If that would have been me and the way the Batman was killing people, mm. he'd have been dead. I would have hired a fucking villain to kill him. I'd have hired a dead and, shot and or something. That was another argument. I know we're supposed to be talking about Suicide Squad, yeah. but you can't talk about Suicide Squad without talking about. Yeah, at this, at this universe. And go back to listen to episode 63 where Mark uh, Mike breaks it down, mm. everything that goes on. Even Mark Bernardin on Fatman on Batman was making some of the same statements and comics. Uh, earlier on yeah. when these movies first came out about are they going to connect them if they did it would make sense but this stuff is connected so this is what we'll end on right, I was saying, right now I'm trying to watch I'm re- I haven't read it yet but I'm trying to read the book for Suicide Squad versus Justice League that's going mm. on right now mm. so that was that was mandatory this yeah. time so yeah but Batman there Amanda Waller is the only person I give props to knowing some shit about Batman she now, Lex, shit. Lex Luthor Man, and he he killed the fuck out of people with yeah. that piss. So are they going to kill her off? They better not. I don't think so. I mean, they killed her off on uh, Arrow. Yeah, but I don't think she's really dead. Though. I protest. I will march. I on think everybody. I think something's going to happen, and she's going to come back to life. Or something. I don't know what they're going to do. She but had a dirty childhood. Her yeah. Childhood. Dude, that's what made Amanda Waller the shit. And then she could fight too. No matter if she's the big Amanda Waller, she's oh, the skinny, skinny Amanda. Or the skinny one. Yeah, she will. Fuck I didn't like the skinny up. one. On uh, Arrow? I like mine. I, yeah, well, yeah. no, in New 52. Okay, and the, I didn't know if you are talking about just the show In the New 52, content. they made her skinny, then they brought her back. 
and she was big. Fucking, again. she went to jail. She's kingpin. Yeah, huh? I don't like that one. I want mine fat and ugly. And what fat makes you better? It makes it's like little Luther and big Luther. I like my big Luther. <laughs> you make him skinny, he dies. I'm like, come on. Oh man! All right, so we're running out of time here. I got one more show to record today, and uh, we kind of hit everything for Suicide Squad. How you felt about it? You know, it, it goes in this universe. I think it was smart for them to tell a supervillain story because everybody just keeps putting out good shit. Like, mm-hmm. here's a Superman story. Here's Iron Man story. Here's a Thor story. All right, what about Abomination? What about the Legion of Doom? What about uh, you could even do the Illuminati mm-hmm. and see how all the smartest people in the world fucked up and yeah. they're superheroes. But they don't want to focus on that. They want to focus on uh, giving you a different interpretation. So if everything does come together, the comic mm-hmm. books, the animated films, the live-action movies, the live-action uh, TV series, DC has a chance to to fucking grab that brass ring and do something that nobody's ever done before and change comic book history overall. I mean, people will cross over even more than what they're doing now. Yeah, they, they'll jump on the bandwagon. So... Uh, make sure to check out these movies. This has been Mike Martin's second time on the podcast. Going balls deep. Yep, going balls deep with Mike Martin. New yep. podcast coming to Black and Studios. <laughs> and each week it's going to be a different man that Mike's went balls <laughs> deep on. No, he's going balls deep on comics with Mike Martin. This is the comic. This is one of the comic book. Um, what we what we call you masterminds? We'll say that mastermind. Damn, that's a that's a lot of responsibility. Yeah, I know, I know. Well, me and John Stone are the comic book authorities on Superpower Movie Podcast, so I had to, you know, you got to be a step lower. But right, well, I mean, plus you're only five two, so it's all right. Uh, damn you! So I survived. <laughs> I made it this far. Thank you, uh, Jessica and Donna, for coming on the show. And you're welcome. About time. And thanks, Mike, for being back on the show in, in Richard's absence. This is my oh, no my co-host. This, this is the first time I've had another co-host besides Richard Taplin. I've been I've hosted one show by myself, and then this time Richard is gone, so it's Mike Martin. Yeah, coming in, giving scaring all the white folks away from my podcast. That's giving, right. And letting each, each of I'm these. I'm going to bring the streaks every time. I'm going to bring it. Every time I come through, we get worse he, and worse. He's wearing low-cut skinny jeans. His Break booty crackers out. Oh, shit. Hell no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Walking around here looking like a uh, young thug. <laughs> Thugnificent with the with the ass cut out on the shirt. And, oh, and this, That's one, why I keep my gun. <laughs> one more thing. Aaron Magruder, creator of the Boondocks, is coming out with a new comic. Or a strip and a new TV show on Adult Swim. I'm not sure what it's titled yet, mm. but be on the lookout for that because Black Jesus season three or season four is coming back. Uh, I love Black Jesus. So that shit was funny. Jesus. I wish they could do it like on YouTube, though. That'd be better. Yeah. Because Tuesday, I'm going to put the video, the yeah. Tuesday video and the first Black Jesus video I ever saw up on the Elijah Bailey Show page. Uh, do you want Do you want people to find you on the on the interweb, Mike, on Facebook, social uh, media? No, nah, because I ain't got nothing for them right now. Maybe okay. maybe later when I do something with myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right now, like, right now, I'm just boring, man. It's like go to Mike's page and just look at it. You might hey, see some memes. There we go. Hey, that's what people need. People need memes in their life. Dude, I need something. Uh, and I will do this. For, <laughs> I'll do this for Richard Taplin. If you want to, if you want a podcast here at Black and Studios, or if you want to be a part of Black and Studios. Go to www.blackandstudios.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Black and Studios. Email us at podcast at blackandstudios.com. For any and everything that you need to know about The Elijah Bailey Show, go to our Twitter and Instagram page, at Elijah Bailey Show. That's S-H-O without the W. You can find us on Facebook at The Elijah Bailey Show. Also, send in your emails to Show at gmail.com. Thank you, Jessica. You're welcome. And you say you're welcome, my master. I've served you, my master. (laughs) Thank you, Donna. 
You're welcome. There we go. There we go. And then, <laughs> brave. And <laughs> thank you, Mike. No, you're welcome. Uh, I, hey, she doesn't do this at home. Like she yell at the kids all day long. Like, Get your asses up! Uh, yeah, Clean yeah. Up, you guys, I, when you haven't met the real Donna until you go yeah. work out with Donna, then she gets street in the hood. Yeah, throwing weights at people. Get the fuck off that machine, bitch! Like Donna, <laughs> calm down. There's like two more. That's the one I want, motherfucker. She embarrasses me with the N word every right, day. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> but this has been the Elijah Bailey Show. Thank you for joining us live on Spricker. Thank you for joining us uh, each and every week. Uh, after the show, I will give you cosplay, anime, manga, all that stuff for the week, along with um, anime and manga of the month. I know I said week, but there's a month. Jeremy Evans, I think he sent me a manga that will be featured in March. And next week, we have special guest Jarvis White, a.k.a. on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Who dig ya? He did a Bushido Brown cosplay. I got to show you that one. Okay. Bushido Brown. He's into JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. He's actually in Japan right now, so he's going to call us from Japan next week, and we're going to talk about some of the stuff he's been doing over there. Uh, Kat that's been helping out a lot of people, just left Afghanistan, and now he's traveling the world with friends. So if you want to travel the world, become friends with Jarvis White like I, <laughs> like I did. But thank you guys for joining the Elijah Bailey Show, and I will see you in the next podcast. Hey everybody, I'm back. And you know what time it is. This is the end of the Elijah Bailey Show where I give you everything that you need to know. So let's kick this right off. I have to give this shout out because we didn't do it in the show. Shout outs to the extraordinary journey of a black nerd, black nerd squad, black nerd problems, the OKC podcast community, and podcasting smarter. Thank you guys for everything you do and your support and all those people that have gone onto our Patreon and made contributions. Thank you so much. You're helping us get to where we need to go and helping the show grow. Now, let's go into podcast of the week podcast of the week is kind of funny Gamecast. new episodes every friday each week tim gets greg miller and colin moriarty talk about everything going on in the video game world sometimes there are guests sometimes there is a wiener dog all the times tim will say something ridiculous you can find this podcast at kind of or you can go to itunes cosplay of the week is none other than at brooklyn underscore raga that's b-r-o-o-k-l-y-n under slash r-a-g-g-a on instagram or you can find him on facebook at dreaded hood cosplay he has done different kind of cosplay such as being an agent of shield he's done bishop which is badass he's also been a sith lord and he has made green arrow and Red Hood look like the baddest some bitches on earth. So go check him out. Go give him a follow. That's our cosplay of the week. And on to Anime and Manga of the Month. Anime of the Month is Attack on Titan. Be prepared because Attack on Titan Season 2 comes this year. Make sure that you keep your eye out on Crunchyroll and Funimation. And then Manga of the Month is Samurai Ragazzi. Go to Zingbox Manga or Unix Manga and read this manga. It will change your life. Thank you guys for joining the Elijah Bailey Show. And I will catch you guys in the next podcast.